This episode of The Okie Show Show is brought to you by Micah Hart Grip Electric. Say you're shooting a short film, or maybe like a commercial, or maybe your lights went out and you're like, well, this is inconvenient. Micah Hart Grip Electric can supply you with all your lighting needs. Then on top of that, he can take those lights and he can make your scene or situation look super sexy. Micah has worked on countless local projects. He's a super great dude, and he's got the stuff to make your project look great. Whether that's grip equipment, which you manipulate the lights, or electric equipment in which you'll illuminate your scene. Be sure to give Micah Hart a call at 580-399-2041. That's 580-399-2041. Or you can email him at micahsmart.com. 1993 at gmail.com. That's M I C A H S M A R T 1993 at gmail.com. Now let's get to the episode. Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartlands entertainment industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And we are here. At the beginning of season four. <laughs> yeah. We have survived to a season of the fourth kind. Yes. Now, usually I, I want to say that this is when those seasons get like really good. You know, like when you're really? invested in the show, like it starts off and it's like, this is pretty good. Like first two seasons, I'm in, I'm committed. But seasons three, four, five, mm-hmm. it's right before you turn and take a crash and fail. That's yeah. It's right before it That's starts the, getting desperate. We're in the desperate. sweet spot, guys. We're in the sweet spot. It's the golden Enjoy age of Okie Show Show, and we haven't even begun. I know. I'm so excited. This is a great, this is going to be a great season, you guys. We got some fantastic guests on the docket. Yeah. Starting with uh, the one that we have today, who has won an Emmy. What? He is an Emmy award winning rapper. He is the partial owner of the building we are recording in right now. Yeah, and pretty soon there's going to be like five new restaurants that, are, that he's going <laughs> to open up and like feed Oklahoma City with. And he's even been, he's, the guy's endorsed by a suit, a suit place. Yeah. I can't remember the name local, of the yeah, suit place. Like, no, he met, yeah, there's a bunch of local places. Like, I mean, it's crazy. So we're going to be talking about his music, but we're also going to be talking about his entrepreneurial spirit and how one goes from a musician rapper to slick dude in suit endorsed by suit company (laughs) and beyond. Yeah, no joke. (laughs) How does one bridge that gap? (laughs) Tell us, please. How can I get in on this? (laughs) I feel like I'm doing a weird Conan (laughs) O'Brien kind of bit. How I want... How do I do this? Hmm. Hmm. So I'm excited about our conversation with JB, but first I want to catch up with Miss Kelly here. Yeah, yeah. Like a whole summer's gone by and a whole fall. There's been a lot of action we're in that the has very, gone. We're in the yeah. depths of winter right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the deep, dark the depths deep. of the Oklahoma winters. <laughs> There's ice on the ground, snow falling on our yeah. noses right now. Oh, uh, you and I both, we, we, we know Iowa. Yes, so like, we do. So like, the land of let's corn all and throw our poop. heads back and laugh at Oklahoma winters. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, here's the thing, though, about Oklahoma weather. Uh, this is what I always tell people that come in here from out of town and they they land, they step out of the airport and they're like, dear, sweet God, what is happening? It's so hot or it's, it's so yeah. humid or it's so freaking freezing yeah, cold. Yeah. Or maybe they're from Canada and they're like, what of it? Yeah. It's, like, it's not Oklahoma weather unless it's trying to kill you. It's trying to kill you, but don't worry. Tomorrow it will be the opposite of what it was today. Exactly. So if it's trying to kill you with cold, 
Yeah. Tomorrow it will be 95 in <laughs> right. January. This is the most bipolar state on the planet. Yeah. But like in Iowa, you know, you sure, get snow. They get their snow and ice and everything, but it's like the kind of snow that you could pack. You could make a snow you fort. You can ride you can make snow, snow like, like yeah, they, snow, they have the snow you can sled. Yes, like, I mean, yeah. If anything falls here, first of all, you can't pack it. It's, it's just a huge powdery tea. No, or it's ice. And it just turns to ice so, and it turns into slick death traps on the road. And then the next day it melts and it's all brown, nasty poop water. <laughs> That's right. It's nothing that sticks around or lasts yeah. or is good in we any way. We're in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. It's depressing. But hey, hey, we're here and we love it. Exactly. Yeah. We're not moving away anytime soon. Hell no. Well, let's get to our conversation <laughs> yeah. with JB. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. I want to hear, uh, I mean, the opposite of what we just talked about, <laughs> which is I want to hear about amazing people in Oklahoma doing amazing <laughs> so. so here's our conversation with Mr. JB. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going good. Um, yeah, it's going Welcome. good. Welcome. So I don't know if I told you this, but you're our first guest of season four. Oh, tight. Okay. Show. So you get to kick First off place. this whole shebang. Let's kick it off, Dan. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about your your entrepreneurial spirit because you're involved in all sorts of different things. You do a lot of really cool stuff uh, throughout Oklahoma City mm-hmm. um, beyond just your music. But first, let's talk about, uh, let's touch on your music just to for those in our audience that are unfamiliar with you. Let's kind of get into uh, your sound and all that kind of stuff because first of all, how yeah. long have you been You've been doing your thing. Your, okay, start. I, I've been recording since I was 15. So, wow. Um, you know, I started doing shows and concerts around 2001. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I yeah. So you've been at it for a while. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, like you actually kind of started performing at like age 10, didn't you? Yeah, like seven. 10, something like that. Yeah, 10 years old was like my, the first time I performed in front of a crowd. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, this is how I know you're legit, you know, beyond the accolades that I know you do have. Guys, he's on Wikipedia, so <laughs> so, so I can stalk him <laughs> and, <laughs> and, read and do all my evil research. <laughs> so you've been doing this for, for well over a decade. Yeah. And how many albums do you have out now? Um, so that's two... Three albums, and then I have like you know some EPs and stuff I put out in between yeah. um, those time. But but albums, three albums. I'm working on my fourth album right now. Nice. Wow. So when can we expect that to come out? Um, I'm trying to actually wrap it up in August. If I can wrap it up in August, I can try to put it out like November. Nice. If it's not wrapped in August, then it'll be 2020. So right on. Yeah. So what's the journey been like? Like take us back to age 15, and you you got started. Like, what's the road gone from age 15 to where you are now? Um, so, it's, it was, there's a lot of different things that kind of played into it, but, you know, um, uh, I started recording one of my homies from high school. We started doing talent shows. We would drive to Langston, do Langston talent shows and, and stuff like that. And I linked up with my homie, um, Keith, and, he introduced me to his brother Brian and another guy named uh, MC One, and we had a um, group with another guy named Duo Disciple Nemesis. Had a crew called um, Culture Shock Camp, and like they they were the first people who took me like out of Oklahoma to rap. Like so, nice. like my first time in New York was with them. My first time wow. out of the country was with them. Um, so I was doing that, uh, you know, and I mean like from everything to. From from MC battles to 
concerts to freestyle battles, everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, down to like, you know, warehouse parties, you know, stuff like that we used to do. Um, so, so the things I imagine uh, or that I watch on TV, you're living this. Yeah, in like real the life. real That's stuff. Like so I remember, <laughs> I remember one time um, it was like, and it was snowing. Uh, and I was on the east side of my grandma's house on 16th Street, and I was probably like 18, 19, and uh, they would throw these parties in like different places. Sometimes it would be a warehouse. Sometimes it would be like an empty building. Sometimes it would be like a uh, um, the, the uh, what's it called? Um, the armory. Sometimes oh, the it would armory, be a yeah. club. You know oh, what I'm cool. saying? But I was too young to like ever get in, so I would just carry my homies. Records and that's like I was part of the crew. Nice. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember one time I I walked from my from my grandma's house in the snow to um on the east side, you know where OKC Rocks is down there yeah. by by the theater. Yeah. Um one of, one of those buildings they had they had like you know got in one of those buildings that and it was like it was nothing in there. And they set up sound and had we had a party in there and I was in wow. there, dude. Okay, so we uh, we have, we've shot some stuff in that little warehouse. That right? little warehouse, it's that's so what, cool. Yeah. And that's the acoustics it, in there are freaking sick. Yeah, we had a party in there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think the non did a uh, a fully acoustic set. I miss the non. I know. Yeah. I miss the non. Well, and that's that's one thing I've always really appreciated about you is that you're you're. You always mixed really well with kind of like the indie rock scene around here because yeah. that's kind of my background. That's how I I think we met through yeah. all of that is yeah. like us opening for you, us as a folk duet with <laughs> Ovidellis opening yeah. for you. Oh wow! <laughs> and that I mean I was to say like Oklahoma the music industry we're kind of we're going to talk a little bit more about you know I don't know just maybe misconceptions about it. But that's kind of maybe a little yeah. slight misconception that people would assume like we keep things like everything yeah. would be so separate, like but separate it's, but stuff. like, yeah, there, there is a mixture of yeah, working I think, together. And I, I, yeah, I, you're right. There's a big misconception, but I think for me, um, I just like going to live shows and like, I liked all kind of music and I want, I just wanted to rap for everybody. It didn't matter if yeah. you like rock music, indie music, rap music, whatever. I wanted to rap, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I was just always ready. And, um, you know, I had friends who played in bands and stuff like that. So it was just a, like a natural progression, I think, you know, just to kind of mix it. And um, a lot of the rappers I listened to were doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it was just, you know, it was just, it just fit. Man, oh, if the non could ever come back. <laughs> I remember they did a collaboration. Uh, that'd oh be my amazing. I remember amazing. they inspired me one time. Uh, they did an old music festival one year. They did like a, a show with the symphony or like a, yeah. a orchestra That's what I'm or something about like that. They did live at the in that warehouse. Yeah, area. They, they they did, did the same thing at, at Norman. And I remember uh, going like I I want to say I played the I played the uh, like the main stage that year. Yeah, but I remember all the hype was about about their show in, in <laughs> the in the in the, in the Sooner Theater. I remember you went. I remember when in there, you couldn't. There was nowhere to sit. Like you couldn't even. Yeah. Like it was just so packed to see what they were gonna do. And I was just like, man, like, like just seeing that, like, just bugged me out. I was just yeah. like, man, like, like we have, like, just see. I was like, man, we got our own shit. Like people are, people <laughs> yeah. are excited about seeing this. Like they're excited about seeing anything else. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, I, I would, remember seeing that. And you know what my thought was? I remember seeing you know their their symphony shows and being like. 
these guys. They yeah. don't even have a singer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just fully instrumental. F them. Yeah. F them for being so good. Yeah, they were dope. They were dope. <laughs> so what's what is the hip hop scene like in Oklahoma yeah. City? Especially like compared to the coast. Like we we always kind of have our like kind of preconceptions of the coastal scenes and stuff, just as the music scenes in general. You know, people always ask that. Um you know, it's the hip hop scene is good. I, you know, there's so much, there's so much music being made. So many rappers, uh, so many shows. Um, I think for me, because I, I, I was there when there was no shows, yeah, and there was just a handful of rappers. To see it where it was, to see it now, it's just exciting because I just love rap that much. I love hip hop that much. So um, it's just dope to, you know, like what's tonight, Monday? Yeah. You know, I'm, there's probably there's probably a couple shows tonight. Yeah, or, you know, hip hop shows tonight. You know, um, so I just think, I just think that it's it's in a good place and it's only growing and getting bigger. So the hip hop scene in Oklahoma City, you know, is dope. Even in Tulsa, the hip hop scene is really good out That's there. That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah. I just came. Tulsa. I was in yeah. Tulsa on Thursday and Friday, and um, they had a hip hop like a hip hop festival on Friday that was was packed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all the all awesome. all the acts were good, you know. Um, so I think it says something too that like people are thirsting for it. You know, yeah. they're like they're like want more. And I think exciting. I think the thing with Oklahoma is is like we don't have um, we don't have like an industry here for it, mm -hmm. and we don't have like a we don't have like a um, we don't have people to look to on how to do it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, we don't have you know people to look to on you know the the formula or you know uh somebody who who paved the way you know what i'm saying there are there are rappers who who were before me who did you know awesome stuff and got signed and stuff like that but like when you think about rap on on a national level or on a on a uh pop level where it is now we don't have anybody you know what i'm saying yeah. so you know la they might have kendrick or or snoop or you know what I'm saying? Somebody like that. In New York, you might, you got Jay-Z, you got, you know, 6ix9ine, whoever it is. You know what I'm saying? All you, you can go on and on for every city and every state, but Oklahoma, we don't have that. So yeah. I think for us, uh, it's so, I think the reason why we're so good is because we have to actually work harder. You know what I'm saying? We have you to, guys oh, are doing sure. that paving. We, yeah, yeah we, we you're have doing to, the work. Yeah. And we have to teach ourselves all that stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, anybody in Oklahoma City, you know, making music or make, especially making hip-hop, you know, we had to be teaching ourselves how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and that's that, that's cool because, like, first of all, you're on the ground level, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, you're, not, you're not having to, like, when you go out to L.A. and New York and all that, like, there's, I can speak, like, from the film standpoint, because I kind of relate, like, the hip-hop scene kind yeah. of, like, to the Oklahoma yeah, film yeah, industry I agree. as I agree being, like, that. misunderstood but yeah, but that we really even good. exist. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's like, thriving. <laughs> yeah, but, like, and you that's only because coast, I've, been, I've, I've seen a small portion of the film, the film scene here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, that's why, that's why I agree with it. Yeah. But like, it feels like you go out there and you've got to compete, compete, compete. And it's all about competition. Whereas yeah. here, it's all about collaboration and, and helping each mm -hmm. other out. I agree. Yeah, totally. And man, it's so cool. Uh, that's one thing. I think that's unique to Oklahoma. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's unique to Oklahoma, but Oklahoma is unique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, now, in your in your music, you do not shy away from giving Oklahoma plenty of shout outs, which I love. I love that. When when you're talking to other people from other markets and stuff, 
and they talk to you as an Oklahoman, like, what's that like? Do you have to kind of push through misconceptions a lot of like, well, you're from Oklahoma? Yeah, um, you know, people always will will like hear you wrong and be like, like I'll go off from Oklahoma and we we'll start like an interview or something or something. They'll introduce me and say. All the way from Oakland. It's like, oh, oh no. I said Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Where's that? Above uh, Texas. So, yeah. So, you know, I think just nobody even thinks about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, I, so with, it, with that being said, I think that it also helps, you know, um, because you can be in the same room with somebody who raps just as good or better. But, you know, if you're, if you're decent enough, and you and you and you rap and then and you say, "Well, shit, I'm from Oklahoma." They like, "Dang, they do that." No <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, being from Oklahoma has definitely helped. I feel like, and um, I think it's important to uh, to tell where I come from and you know and make Oklahoma seem like a real legit place. You know, yeah. um, just like you know rappers do about Compton and Brooklyn and Harlem and yeah. everywhere else in Dallas and Houston because you know some of the same things. Uh, you know, people, black people in urban communities deal with there. We deal with here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you it's know, just universal truth. Yeah. Touch all, I don't, I don't, touch yeah. I don't care what it is. If it's, if it's poverty, if it's gang banging, like we've seen it, I've seen it all here in Oklahoma yeah. City. You know what I'm saying? So, um, people live and die for the same things, you know? So, yeah. um, you can, you can get got just like you can get got anywhere. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so I'm it's always, important to say. I'm always me. shocked by like the weird misconceptions of of because I work with people from LA a lot, and they'll mm-hmm. come out here and they'll just be like, first of all, they'll be they'll be shocked that there's not teepees everywhere or just cows. Oh like, yeah, yeah, still, still, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like really, it's 2019. People still ask that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where's the wigwam? Where's the wigwam, man? man. <laughs> You know, but we do ride horses on the east side. Black folks ride horses <laughs> yeah, on the east side. But, I, um, I've seen that several times, and it makes my heart sing. Or if sing. you go up to, like, yeah. uh, uh, where is it? Still, like, Stockyard City. Yeah. I love yeah. walking around yeah. in there because that's just, like. Anytime so, I see anybody yeah. on horseback, yeah. so, I'm like, hell um, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just like with anything anything else. Like, if you think about, um, let's see. If you think about, let me think of a place. Um, if you think about, okay, you think about. New York City, and you, you you walk into New York City because of what we've seen on TV TV our entire life. We go there expecting to see a certain thing. So if we go mm-hmm. and we see a train that ain't been bombed, that ain't got no tags on it, ain't got no graffiti on it, we're like, where is it? Like, <laughs> what you know is this? What's Why? this crap? You yeah. know what I mean? Why is there a clean train? I was I was told I was told that all the trains in New York had graffiti. Where's the graffiti? You know what I'm saying? You're right. You know what I mean? So um, or you know you go somewhere and you like. You know, well, man, I was taught, like, TV told me that y'all would talk like this over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's all it is, is that, you know, media has made, has has created a perception about Oklahoma that is false, you know, um, whether it's, you know, movies, whether it's people watching a Thunder game and they look at the game and only black people they see are the ones playing basketball. Oh, the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. As it's create this this false you know identity of who we are you know right and um and it's not until people come they're like dang like this place is dope you know what I'm saying like yeah. you we're know like it, huge like people yeah. don't think about Oklahoma being Oklahoma City is so yeah. big it's so big <laughs> and you know there's you're not gonna go, I've been to every state you're not well except for Hawaii but you're not gonna go to any state and like 
see and encounter what you encounter here. Yeah. I just feel like we're that unique. We're that unique. We're that ridiculous. We're that crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but people come here and they get, they. it's like, they they start tripping because it's not what they what they was told when they yeah. were a kid. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> All right, so we're going to listen to a song of yours called Birth Name. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of set this up? Nah, so uh, Birth Name, there she go again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, Birth Name is just just kind of um, saying like, like um, this is who I am, this is where I come from. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gives a, a picture of Oklahoma City that people who aren't from here probably never thought. Yeah, so, and it kind of shows like a lot of the culture and things that we that we talk about and we we like here. I mean, so, so this is off of JB's new album. This is called Birth Name. Michael Jordan played with the flu. Tupacalypse Now came out in '92. Melly Mel wrote the message. Chuck Berry got arrested. I was daydreaming about the afterlife At the after party, thinking about the sacrifice I want the chance to take chances I want that feeling you feel When you feel like a million bucks Money in my pocket, trying to live it up But Lord, I give it, Lord, take it I hold sacred, there's no difference Cause I just want my hands to stop shaking And my eyes to stop twitching I just want to really trust my brother One hand and make a deal and take a swing with the other I wanted more money and the problems Problem solved, never get the law involved, yeah I used to want my hair like Dice effects And never being scared made my mom stress One day my whole life changed I got a whole life and I ain't never been the same I'ma be alright, yo, I promise If I can just get through all these comments I guess I'm tethered to it, better do it Doomsday, my tomb say my birth name Michael Jordan played with the flu Tupacalypse Now came out in 92 Melly Mel wrote the message Chuck Berry got arrested Try to close your eyes and divide time I got my kids trying to share mine 24 hours trying to multiply Tomorrow ain't promised so subtract mine Living in this skin, yo, it's so divine The melanin within, how my soul designed, yeah some real nigga shit I'm a star, a real nigga shit Money counter money, folder, money holder More money in my pockets when I'm older I used to dream of being rich My homegirl never dreamed she'd be the sick Yeah, I can never be a mayor I got a jail cell nature iPhone 10 to a Nextel pager You settling for less so I'm giving you more Giving in for dividends, the sentiment's torn Lord willing, we got plenty clips Stay grinding to our deliverance Don't adore ya, they just backdoor ya Blood will never make a person loyal Never made an effort, I gave an F Talking about I'm special and one of the best Doomsday, my tomb say my birth name Michael Jordan played with the flu Tupacalypse now came out in 92 Melly Mel wrote the message Chuck Berry got arrested Michael Jordan played with the flu Tupacalypse Now came out in 92 Melly Mel wrote the message Chuck Berry got arrested Do you need some great graphics design work for your website, business, or film shoot? Well, Zachary Burns is the guy to call for all your graphics design needs. 
If you need an awesome movie poster, maybe some cool props with logos or general graphics-ness, well, who are you going to call? You're going to call Zach Burns. Zach is also one of Oklahoma's top on-set photographers. Say you're shooting your project, you need to be able to promote that project, and on-set photography is one of the best ways to do that. You put together your electronic press kit, or EPK for you acronym lovers out there, and you fill your movie's website with awesome behind-the-scenes photos. Go check out Zach's website at lefteyeburns.com. That's lefteyeburns.com. And hit him up in the About section. Now, I want to talk about your your entrepreneurship because you've got your hands and all sorts of different things. If you're watching on YouTube, you lovely audience members, you can see that JB is looking slick tonight. Super and there's Super a reason sweet. for that because you just did a you just came here from a photo shoot to a podcast yeah. to yeah. a podcast photo shoot in a suit and you didn't even know you were going to be on camera <laughs> yeah I did <laughs> <laughs> that's just how good he looks all the time guys yeah I would I, if I had known I would have changed my camera <laughs> <laughs> but nah uh, yeah so what was the question so what is the tell us a little bit about. Um, so this is a suit company that you're, is it you're endorsed or, or your sponsorship? What's it's, going on so, here? So, yeah, you know, they sponsored me, so they, they, they made the suit for me. I got to pick out the colors and all, everything I wanted, you know. Um, and um, part of, you know, the agreement was, you know, whenever they needed me, I would do the photo shoot for them. So. Yeah. And I'll probably get two more suits. Made. That's freaking yeah. sweet. Yeah. Have you found opportunities like that? Throughout, like, what, do you just walk, walk into oh, yeah, them, or could, do you I go after them? I could shout out a bunch yeah. of people. That, you know what I'm <laughs> do you like, yeah? How shout, do you shout out, uh, shout out, Reflection Dental, who's fixing my teeth for me. Um, you know, my whole life, I've had an open bite, and I've never, uh, I've never ever um, been able to have my front teeth touch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Never. Like, my, my bite has been open. Like, I can mm. stick my finger in my Dude. mouth. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I had that. Never touched yeah. my teeth. And yeah. now, uh, because of re- reflection dental, um, my, like, I'll be, like, my teeth touching it freaks me out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what not, is this weird feeling? You're not going old fat. Yeah. Like, are you going braces? Because I, I had braces for three, three years to fix this because I could shove all three of my fingers, like, up into the gap. Yeah. <laughs> but... Three years of braces. <sighs> I bet you were you were a knockout. Lots of rubber bands. <laughs> Lots yeah. of rubber bands. No, nah, so I just they're doing um, Invisalign on nice. my teeth. Yeah, yeah it's it's time. I mean, they you know I they clean them for me. Um, I've had you know fillings filled, wisdom teeth pulled. Um, you know, so much work. You know, I hadn't been to the dentist since I was probably like nine or ten before, wow. and. Um, you know, they just, they, they, they reached out and, you know, we came up with a plan, you know, and they hooked it up. So. Are you going to flash like your perfect smile on a commercial yeah. forum later? And yeah, like, that's yeah. the plan. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know? So I've always wondered this uh, because like, you know, I, I've gotten the chance to work with a lot of different Thunder players and stuff. And yeah. like you go down in KD's basement whenever he lived here and, uh, and he would just have, his whole garage was just full of all the Nike shoes and yeah. endorsements and stuff and like all the crazy sponsorships how do you go from a performer to all of a sudden you got these sponsorships and like and you're kind of being a spokesperson for different uh products and all these things how does that work what are the mechanics of that 
You know, it's it's really different, you know, depending on the, the brand or the business and probably the person that, that they're sponsoring as well. Um, you know, I you know, I I couldn't even imagine all the free stuff KD gets. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I'm sure Nike just throws <laughs> yeah, free I things I to I him. I don't think about it. But um but you know, it probably has to fit, you know, but usually um with me um, cause I used to like reach out to people like, especially like, like clothing brands and like, you know, streetwear brands and stuff. Like, you know, I have a video coming up. I'll, you know, wear your stuff in my video. Oh, that's uh, so smart. You know, stuff like that, you yeah. know, um, or I'm going on tour, you know, I'll, I'm going to be in, you know, 20 cities this month, you know, mm, wow. I'll, you know, I'll have your clothes in every single, uh, city I, I'm, I visit, you know, um, what that else? is so smart. Yeah. I'm taking yeah. notes right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've had like, uh, for instance, DD Audio. Um, you know, they they always we always try to figure out ways to partner. I did a commercial with them for their new headphones, and um, for my album, we're gonna do a partnership for that. You know, yeah. so wow. um, it just I think it just really just depends. It's probably subjective depending on the brand and the the person that they're wanting to hook up. So yeah. Uh, but I always tell people like, because all my all my homies who either rap or do music or something, they're always like, you know, man, I want I need to get sponsored. I want to get sponsored. I need that. I need that. Like, man, like, you gotta understand. Like, there's a million people who say that and think that they're that that you know they deserve to get all this free shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but. I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I can cuss. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. By all means. Okay. <laughs> By yes. all means. Uh, <laughs> um, the, everybody feels like because they made a rap song, or because they got a hundred followers, because they had a you know a thousand plays that they deserve free shit. You know, right. but that's not the case. Like you gotta understand. Like for every person who who thinks they deserve free things and thinks they're worth it. There's about a hundred more who actually are. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a quality. Yeah. Matter and too. so. Yeah. Um, you have to have, you have to have value and be able to do more than just you know use their shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to add value to the brand. You have to you have to add value to what they're doing, and and do more than just you know be somebody who thinks I look cool and yeah. clothes. I I look cool in clothes. Okay, so does somebody who can actually make me some money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I rather have somebody who don't look cool who can make me make me money wearing my clothes than somebody who just because they look cool wearing my. Shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I could I'll just pay somebody to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and get my clothes back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's almost like what's in it for the brand yeah, more so always, than what's in it for yeah, you. It's always, you know, I, I always, you know, try to um have something that I can offer, you know. And it works good for me, especially in Oklahoma, because of, you know, who I am, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and the things I've done in the city so far. Um but, you know, nationally, um I, I've always had to like, you know, work on Building relationships with that brand or that person or that company to um to you know add value you know because yeah. you know they could just say well instead of sponsoring you we'll just get get everything to you know this rapper who actually you know if somebody, if he posts it you know a million people will buy it you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. as opposed to like you just like our shit you know what I'm saying right. so just give me but, free things yeah but <laughs> so it's not you, about getting free stuff it's yeah. about like helping yeah it's not even about, it can't be about you and so. What I try to do was for brands who don't know me, I try to just create and build a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might take a year. It might take two years for them to say, okay, man, well, you know, here's, we'll start you out with this then. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, 
uh, and that's you know it, it it's happened. You know what I'm saying? Like actually, the 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 guy who um, partnered for my restaurant for Groundhouse Burgers. That's how I met him. And she had a clothing brand in L.A. And I saw he had he had did collabs with Mac Miller. He had he had Kendrick Lamar in his clothes. He had all these people rocking his stuff. And I reached out to him. You know what I'm saying? And never heard back. And then I saw I saw his people at South by. And you know, talk to them, and then one day he hit me up like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying?" So, yeah. and it took it took me going to LA, meeting them, and hanging out with them, and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, and that was a relationship I built over 11 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, so it doesn't happen quickly. No, nah, you don't. gotta you got to pursue it over a stretch. It sounds of time. like you have, to, you have to be willing to reach out as well. Like I think a lot of people get nervous about actually making that first contact. Yeah. That yeah. can be like for the new people. It's like, the, like that's yeah, a hard yeah. step to like yeah. put the, yourself out there. Yeah, and you know another thing is is like the 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 contact the um, the initial um, however you you know contact them whether it's an email phone call that has to be right too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you got you have to know um, really you really have to know and say what they want you what what they mm-hmm. want to hear. You know what I'm saying. Right. Everything has to be perfect. You have to say it how they want to want to say it. Cause, I mean, like they're going through hundreds of emails of people begging for shit all the time. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you so, gotta have your elevator pitch ready yeah. to rock and roll. Yeah, but it has man. to be genuine and it has yeah. to be real. Yeah. And it has to, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me always think of like how important people skills comes down. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's a big part. That's just a big part of it. In yes. the entertainment industry, just period, just having good people skills is yeah. so important. Are there are there any like how much of this happens on social media? That's what I always wonder is like, is a lot of this strictly done like you're in person that you know you're emailing, you're calling, or is this over like Instagram sometimes, or is there like one social media that you find is easier to make contact like that? Um, or not as much, not really at all. Maybe I have a warped sense of what uh, how you even do this stuff. Yeah. It used to be easier when it was just MySpace. It was way easier. Really? Yeah. <laughs> On the golden days oh, of MySpace. MySpace. Right, when it was just that, it was way easier. I feel like there was something else that I used to get on to. But I, it might have just been that. But, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. To, to de- the way things are now, you can fake it and you can you can um, – you can look like you're doing something when you're really not. Yeah, you know yeah, saying? yeah. I so, hear that. <laughs> so I don't, man. I don't know. You yeah. know, I just, man. I don't know. I'm afraid of getting caught faking it. So I, can't, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? right. I th- <laughs> fake it till you make it planned. It just it doesn't work. Yeah, I in think the long I run. think people are waiting for me to like be to catch me on some fake. So they can call me out. So I yeah. can't. I can't do it, man. <laughs> this guy's full of crap. Yeah, <laughs> for real, man. And uh, I can just speak from the film side of things. Like uh, there are so many people. Anytime that you're in an industry where there's a, a lot of uh, noise, we'll call it noise, and you have to break through that noise. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. definitely a lot of bullshit out there. Now you have your hands in. Uh, that's a horrible segment. <laughs> you have your hands very deep into. In, stop, Ryan. Stop right now. Shoot, I've been known to have my hands. <laughs> well, I heard you mention a restaurant. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what else? How, how, should we just make a list of I was all of say, the? Man, you're a partial owner of a restaurant. So. Partial owner of the Tower Theater, which we are recording in, in right now. So thank you. Um, <laughs> Do you, you, yeah. you, we could technically say that you're, you know, you have a little stock in Okishosho itself. <laughs> <laughs> you're partial owner of the building. So, yeah, with the restaurant, how did that come about? Like, 
was that one of your more recent endeavors or earlier on? Um, it's been this probably we're probably going on three years with three that. Years. Yeah, yeah, working on that. Yeah. Um, what kind this? of food is it? Uh, it's gonna be hamburgers. Hamburgers. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm. nice. I remember whenever KD opened up his soul food restaurant, oh, yeah. and I never got to go in. Oh no, no, no! I did, I did get to go in there. It's did always you? on the. It's always during a shoot, so it never feels like I'm there. Yeah, actually, yeah. Now it's um, Charleston's. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, man, it used to be so cool. Yeah, man. Um, well, you know, um, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, yeah. Did people? Yeah, I don't remember no. if people were just like. I, so I, upset I almost that he forgot him. he had a restaurant. I know, right? he did though, yeah. And yet Toby Keith's will never die. It will die. never die, yeah. and we will always... We'll yeah. always have that oh, yeah, to- mark on us. Toby Keith is forever. Toby yeah. Keith is forever. <laughs> Toby Keith and Garth Brooks, yeah. hashtag Oklahoma. Yeah. Katie's temporary, but Toby Keith will never die. <laughs> yeah. It's more like a threat than anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um... So, yeah, so I have that, um... You know, the tower thing, um, which has been really cool to be a part of. Um, the cool part is, is like, you know, you know, we have like Chad and Steven, they do like all the the legit stuff, you know. Yeah. I just get to pop in when I, whenever I want to come to a show, you know what I'm saying? Or How does one get that get, position? Get, you, know, like, <laughs> you know, get people in and stuff like that. I help, I do help with... A lot of the hip hop stuff, you yeah. know, with Chad and and uh, with a lot of the hip hop stuff, you know, we we kind of um, collaborate sometimes on that. But uh, but the restaurant, uh, it's gonna be called Groundhouse Burgers. I'm gonna be there probably every day. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, like like legit work, and I want to be visible. I want to be seen on people to know that you know um, it's my spot. You know, so I'm excited about it. Um, are you going to rap there as well? No, nah, I won't e- rap e- Ever? <sighs> no, nah, I won't rap there. It's going to be like Toby Keith was a stage ready to <laughs> rock and roll. No, nah, I won't rap. No, you rap, have to go elsewhere for that. <laughs> but, yeah, so. Where's the where's the location going to be? Yeah. The development is right on 23rd Street um, between Royal Island and the Hood. Nice. And um, it's it's right where I grew up at. Um, I so mean, cool. like, like, my mom, she used to. Uh, do hair at a beauty shop like right across the street almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm excited. It's it's like I never thought I'd be doing something like this in my life. So I have that one, and then I'm I'm working on I'm uh, working on two more concepts. So golly, wow. So I can actually say the one one of them uh, one of them is gonna be a fried chicken spot called the oh. Boiler Room. Nice. Um, so by the time this is on, they, it'll be already out there. So yeah. it's not. Oh a, wow! You know, you're gonna so. try to put Bobos out of out of business. Nah, you know, <laughs> nah. We're not even gonna be over there where Bobos is. Yeah. Uh, Bobos, he he does. Um, he smokes and deep fries his. So God, it's, and he has it's, all that honey. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> uh, mine will be like more of like a you come in, sit down, and eat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, nah. When you when you start taking on all of these projects, like what makes you consider one being like this is the route you want to take over another? Like, because it sounds like you have a lot of different opportunities and options to choose from. So, what's your when you go for something? Like, what makes you sh- say this is the this is what I'm going for? Um, usually, it's just the people who are involved. Um, you know, I've had a lot of opportunities to to do things with different people, 
uh, or go into business with different people or be a part of different, um, you know, groups. But, you know, if the if the people, um, if their vision doesn't match mine or if their outlook on life don't match mine or, you know, how they see people don't match mine then, or how they see the world, like, I'm cool. Like, I don't, I'd rather starve. I don't want your money. I don't want none of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, there are just things that, um, you know, especially being here, like, you know, there are people who have, who can, who have, who have like resources and, and can do great things for you, but, you know, you would be sacrificing who you are to, to mm. be down with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm not, I, I can't do that. You that know what I'm saying? So, uh, so that definitely plays a role in it. Uh, who all's involved, um, you know, how it, how it benefits the community that I come from. Um, you know, I definitely want to make a living and make money, but um, I want to take care of my people too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, um, is it is it something that will put food on my table? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, if, is it is it a big risk or is it um, someone just using me? Right. Know, or you know, like a lot of times people will come with all these ideas and they'll be like, "Yo." You ever thought about doing this? I'm like, no, I haven't, but let's do it. Yeah. And then they'll be waiting on you to do everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So like a crappy kind of class and then project. Back onto, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like, so, yeah. You know, uh, but nah, so like stuff like that. Class project. <laughs> you remember so those wait, class all of us, projects. Yeah, all of us, sure. those people that did all the work because we were like, it has to get done. And get, everyone yeah, you else. You already said it. Yeah. You already said what she's going to do. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then they they come in and like uh. we see we like we see it in we see it in concerts and with shows here like we'll you know we'll do all the work you know what I'm saying and then smile come in and they'll be like yeah man we put this they swoop in like, like man what? look at what we've done uh, like <laughs> you know Chad done put in hours and hours of trying to get this show booked and you know what I'm saying just because you post on your Instagram don't mean it's your show homie you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah you know yeah, what man. I mean like I've seen that I did that before like I did a show one time. Uh, <laughs> Like a few years ago, like I was like two thousand eight ish, and um, and you know I paid for everything out of my pocket, you know, room, hotel rooms, the booking, the venue, everything, and then somebody was like, "Yo, do you mind if we pass out some flyers for you?" I'm like, "Yeah, you pass out flyers," and then I look up and they post on their blog, "We had we our show," and I'm I'm thinking our show. I said, yeah, "I'm cool with you calling it your show, but let's." Let's, okay, well, the co- hotels cost this yeah. much. Yeah. The Go flights ahead. cost this much. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, man. yeah. All you did was pass out flyers yeah. that I printed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so oblivious. You know I mean? Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, so, man. you know, just stuff like that I try to avoid because, man, that's what, that kind of stuff will get me mad and, you know, yeah. get me in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I think there's no shortage of piggybackers. Yeah. Well, but I also, I think, I mean, and maybe you have more experience, but it seems like a lot of, there are the genuine local people in Oklahoma who want the same things, who want to see this area be built up or this, you know, like they want to continue Mm -hmm. putting money back into where we are and who we love and what we are. Um, But sometimes you have to go and determine the difference between those two because, uh, yeah, I feel like. Well, and also I feel like there's something to be said for like what separates the people who are actually passionate about stuff, whether it's music, whether it's owning a business, whether it's film, whether it's anything is following through. Yeah. yeah. And not through. just following through, but finishing what you start. Yeah. yeah. And like that, it just, you know, I think that that's the big thing that kind of separates the, the amateurs from the 
from the pros. I'm an amateur yeah. in a lot of life. No, no. <laughs> I've seen you. You you finished creating three through. human people. <laughs> That's all. I, yes, I did that. <laughs> I finished creating them, and they're still alive. I haven't finished raising them. You have, that <laughs> is. How many kids you got? You've been three. successful yeah. so far. <laughs> She's got three. She's building a small army. I am. Yeah. They shall come with me wherever I go. <laughs> So what's the end goal with all of this? And, and like, how does it, how does it all come back to the music? You know, the, the end goal is just, you know, to be part of, you know, what, what the Oklahoma city progression and making Oklahoma city cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And making it a place to be. And, you know, I, my whole life, my whole life, I, I've heard people from here say, Oh, Oklahoma's slow. We ain't nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, you know, I've been working all these years to to like make it where they can't say that no more. You yeah. know? So, you know, that's part of the end goal. And also the end goal is just to be able to to um finally get somewhere and sit down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and chill. Uh, music will always be there. Um I love rapping, you know, but I'm going to sit down one day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I might still make music, but I'm not about to be out here, like, running around trying to keep up with these kids. You know yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, and be able to, you know, do things for my children that, you know, my parents couldn't do for me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, and then do things for my parents that their parents couldn't do for them. Yeah. You know, um, that's the end goal. God, that's awesome. What is uh, one bit of advice that you would give somebody that's wanting to pursue music and all of that man i would just say you know you know uh if it's really what you want to do then do it for the right reasons make sure the reasons are pure um you know i i like i've been doing it so long i've seen so many people come and go i'm sure you have to come and go come and go and it's like i'm still here yeah this is all i know how to do I'm saying this is all I love. This is all I'm good at. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, it just kind of is. It's kind of like lame when you have people who, you know, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like this is, you know, this is what's cool right now. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna rap, and then, you know, um, until they graduate college or until they get married, until they have kids and they doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that like, nah, man, like. You know, when I get married, I'm going to be doing this. Whoever I marry, she got to be good with it. Mm-hmm. My kids, they, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing when I got kids. Everything, like, every, this is my life. This is all I know. I don't wake up in the morning and put this on. You know what I'm saying? This, yeah. is, this is always who I am. It's, I, 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 I can't take it off of me. You know what I mean? So um, I would just say to anybody, you know, just make sure that you're doing something that um, you want to do. And, and the reasons you're doing it are pure and um and if not, like, you know, yeah, you can have fun, but like, find something that that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And don't don't just get because I w- really the the life this this life of being an indie musician, being somebody who's a struggling artist, you know, having these these good months, bad months. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that sacrificing, you know. Everything you sacrifice, relationships, time, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I see my kids, and I, you know, I just pray that my none of my kids want to be musicians. <laughs> none of my, for real, none of my kids yeah. want to be artists. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. 
you know, it's not as comfy. My mom prayed the same it thing. Yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not, you know. And so people, it it looks cool. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. You know, and so you got to do the work. And then you're yeah, like, God, a, a that's the thing. And yeah. you got to do the work. And and today, we've made it to where people don't think they got to do the work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, when you realize it do take work, it's like you know I'm actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something else. So <laughs> yeah. Just make sure your reasons are pure, and you know you know, and if not, you ain't gonna be doing it for long. So yeah, ah, that's a good word, JB. Thanks so much for coming yeah, on the show, man. Thank you for having me. You're I appreciate awesome. it, my brother. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Man, so that was an awesome conversation. I'm so happy to be back for too. season four. I feel like it's been like a long, long summer. It's been like six months, I been think. Been a long summer. So much time has gone by. I know. I've taken like 15,000 vacations to see everybody in the whole country and got sick every single time that we literally every like single every time. time we i got something something happened my most recent one was all of my children barfing on me in a one bedroom shared well it's a two bedroom so my parents are over here all my kids are in one bedroom we're at the lake oh, fourth man. of july we're ready to have a good time midnight comes around that's normally that i'm up it's fine my daughter's usually she's crazy uh except for this time she just vomits on top of me oh, and those are the worst kinds of fireworks it was like one two children oh oh no no oh three oh, all no. three children all oh. three children oh my um, gosh so i bailed on that vacation and i said sorry folks we're driving home um oh god that sounds horrible yeah but so i'm, I'm glad to be back i feel like it's been like a a weird break that's I, that's horrible that it happened over Fourth of July weekend because oh like man. you don't even get to celebrate. Like I couldn't even puke because I drank too much, man. Usually <laughs> I get crazy, play get Risk with my family. Crunk. We get super into Risk and get very violent towards each other. It takes like a day and a half to complete a game, and we're all wasted the whole time. What happened to those vacations? We cut to the Revolutionary War where George Washington and his soldiers are crossing the Delaware River. But they partied way too hard the night before. All right, men. We're almost there. Crossing this damned river. Woo! Gonna keep rowing. Just remember liberty. Rowing. Just remember. Just remember the freedom that we're fighting for. Dead fish. Don't do it, Charles. Don't do it. Damn it, John. Why'd you have to make drink so much last night? Sorry, I thought it was going to be a, a, a valiant effort to defeat Ugh. the redcoats. Oh, I'm going to hurl. Now look, men, men, keep it together. Oh, man, all right, we're going we're gonna to boon rally. Doesn't help that these waters are incredibly oh. treacherous right now. Oh, man. All right, I see, I see, I see the shoreline. It's right there. I'm getting real hot. I think I need to jump in the water, guys. Then we gotta row faster. All right, row faster. Row. Wait, don't jump row. overboard. I'm not, wait, wait. What happens if you barf it all up and there's nothing left to barf? That's that's going to be a really bad thing because first of all, you'll be chumming the water, and everyone knows that there's electric eels in these waters, in these Delaware frozen waters. And there's also, you know, the chum of the revolution in these waters. That's right, the revolution, and it might piss off a polar bear. It's the Delaware River, damn it. Cold AF. It's cold as freedom. Cold as freedom. Oh. Everyone keep it together. You know, honestly, I blame George for all this. 
if he hadn't got so grumpy last night when we were playing cards and made all of us take drinks, come on, we wouldn't have been in this position. That's right. George. It's George's fault. I think. I, I think, think it's his fault we're even in this war. You know, we get, we get to the land. We conquer and win this war, and then we make George hound some drinks until he pukes. Yeah, we're going to make that... And we're going to make him party, like, in a painful way. Like it's, like it's... Eight. Show his liver freedom. Yeah. Yes. So what's the plan? So, so the plan is that we, we get to the other side of the river here, and then we, and then we kill we all these redcoats, and then we, and we get all these Jaeger shots and pummel them down George's throat? I've created a new thing, Okay. Okay. It's, it's in the shape of this uh, roundish triangle thing, so it just you wrap it, and then you s- there's a small tubular... Like a funnel? Like a funnel. It's a funnel. Oh. But it's connected to a tube. But that's been invented. No, it's connected. Listen! Oh! It's connected to a tube. The tube goes in the mouth. You pour a bunch of drinks in it, and it all goes straight into your mouth. You're saying we funnel alcohol directly into his mouth? Yes. And Why then not while just... we do it, we all scream, Chuck! Chug! I like the sound Chug! of this. Chug! Chug! I like the sound of this. And then he'll vomit within guaranteed 20 minutes. Here's another plan. Okay. Here's another plan. Before we get to the, to the chugging. Yeah. Actually, before we get to this second plan. Yeah. Let's revert back to first plan. First plan. What if we made him chug as punishment? Hear me out. Okay. Up his butt. Brutal dude. We could call it a butt chug. And that class is how the butt chug was invented. Now, I know we don't typically learn about this in American history, but I find it's very important to display the people that we're learning about in their true forms. So I want to be clear, when you are chugging alcohol up your butt, as I know many young students do, it's a terrible idea. Don't do it. When you are doing this, this is actually thank you. You should say thank you to all those wonderful men on the Delaware that night. And scene. <laughs> I don't know if and that, that made is the it or story not, of the but butt chugging. <laughs> this is true American history. This is what we wish we all learned about. Because you know that they all did weird shit like this too. Oh, you know they did. You know that deep down, everyone, everyone thinks was, about chugging you know, something up their butts. Or we like, think of butt chugging as a modern idea. Nay. It's not. Nay, sir. It is not. People Just were, wait till next episode when we do a, a hardcore history review. I guess I can't say hardcore history. Sorry, Dan Carlin. Uh, a Okie Show Show history review of... Uh, <laughs> The history of booty shorts history right here on booty Okie shorts. Show. Yeah, I was going to say, the history of what, what else is something fun we could little, little did people know that Pharaoh was the one who originated the booty shorts. <laughs> All the way back to ancient Egypt, kids. As, sc- as scrolled out on these ancient hieroglyphics booty shorts. <laughs> Well, guys, that's it. That's all we got for you this week. Welcome back to season four. (laughs) We'll see you guys the next two weeks. Bye.